Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Hello. Good day. This is the next episode of... Just, Just One, one thing. thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of Mindful Living Today. You can find us on Facebook as The Mindful Couple. We have a great Facebook group. We'd love you to join. Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. We're on Instagram as well. And that is all for the moment. <laughs> Today we are going to talk about rumination. Uh, we'll talk a little about what rumination is, how it can be detrimental, and really how to deal with it. So I'm entitling this how to deal with rumination or dealing with rumination. Um, this is something that uh, we wanted to talk about because oftentimes we find people who don't even realize that they're ruminating right. and what it can do to you and how it's probably not the or best us. thing that you can do this with. <laughs> well, I, I ruminate a lot. Uh-huh. And so I don't know that I have particularly effective ways of dealing <laughs> with rumination, but I try. It's one of those areas where I think practice makes you better. Yes. But um, I don't know that it's something that you can truly eliminate. At least I haven't been successful just, so far. It's so just awareness like everything. Why don't, why don't you talk a little bit about how you define rumination and sort of why you wanted to talk about it this morning um, well, or afternoon, because I don't want people to know what time this is. <laughs> um, I think rumination is one of those things that people don't understand or even uh, know that they are experiencing. And it can cause a great deal of anxiety. It can cause a great deal of stress for those around you. So why don't you tell me how you define what you think rumination is? Oh, sorry. Didn't answer your question. That's all right. (laughs) Because people may not know that they do it because they may not even know what it is. (laughs) I was going to get there, but we'll come at at it from the front end. Uh, All right. So to me, and it's not just my definition. I mean, rumination and ruminating thoughts... It are those that you find repetitive, that they're repetitive Re- thoughts. Repetitive thoughts, there, yeah. there are things that you think over and over again that you can't get out of your mind or they keep popping up. And I think of it as something like that you keep chewing at. You know, it's just like something that keeps coming up and you're like, oh, right, right. maybe if I do something this way, it'll be better. So, or maybe if I do something that way, it'll be different. So do you, is it is the same as worry or a little different? I would different? think a lot of well, people yeah, think of it as worry. What I was thinking about, I was, I was looking at different definitions and... There are enough variability there that I kind of equate it right. with worry, but and it's I, sort of a rep- repetitive kind of worry. It's a repetitive thinking, right. And, and, when, and when I was thinking about it, because I, I, I ruminate a lot, um, and oftentimes it is associated with anxiety, yes. but not exclusively so. Right, there are right. times when I just ruminate and ruminate and ruminate, but it doesn't really have those feelings of anxiety uh, or, or fear or upset that typically... Well, I'm curious, you know, when you mention that, I'm curious, though, if you choose to stop ruminating, would that make you anxious? Because that's where the anxiety, you know, the anxiety is, you, the rumination is you're thinking you're solving a problem. Well, well, perhaps. And, yeah. and, so, for example, whenever I have travel in right, the future, right. I ruminate. Right. I just constantly am thinking about the travel Worst itself. case scenarios. Well, no, I'm, I'm just thinking about, oh, I got to get on the airplane, or oh, I got to get in the car. And what do I and, need? And then, so I'm not thinking about what do I need, where are we going to go? And sometimes it's not even... Um, those kinds of problem-solving things is sometimes it just pops in my head, oh, we're going to be traveling Saturday morning. Oh, we're going to be traveling Saturday okay. morning. And it just sort of continually pops into my head, even when I'm trying to think about something else. 
It just pops in there. So somewhere in my brain. But you're list making. Most times I would Sometimes in my brain. Something in my brain is just saying, oh, there's something here. Coming You up. better be aware of. Right. So just, uh, and, and I think most of these worries, anxieties, ruminating, you know, it takes advantage of our brain's oh my gosh, safety yes. mechanism where we yes. evolve to be always wary of things that might be threatening to us in the environment. So right. if it's something that's it really, it's something that's out of the ordinary, something that's a little different, I think that I tend to ruminate about. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I have to think about it more and maybe um, analyze it more as I'm going through it. I don't know that um, not ruminating or stopping to think about or trying to stop the ruminating, whether that makes me feel anxious or not. Okay. Um, so. Okay. I know um, a friend of mine who has just been working with a therapist um, calls it obsessive thinking. Very, yes. Same, same thing. Uh, really. Same thing. Yeah. So you're caught in this chain, this loop of uh, just thinking about the same thing over and over and over again. And um, I think what you uh, were talking about is when you have this thought that keeps coming up, then your brain has been your brain is tricking you. I don't want to say you are tricking your brain. Your brain has tricked you into thinking that you are problem solving. Yeah, and that's the same thing with worry. So worry rumination, right. very, very, very similar. Um, so your brain thinks, oh, you must be problem solving. Right. But in reality, you're just you're, flipping you're, through this thought right. over and over again without right. actually sitting down and trying to figure out how to solve this problem or facing the problem or whatever. Or it's a problem that, and, that is not solvable and then, me. And then so you sort of feel like, oh, I must be solving this problem right. by thinking over and again and again. And that somehow absolves you of feeling anxious. Okay. You know, because you're, you know, you don't feel anxious because, oh, I must be solving this problem. <laughs> right. Well, and for me, part of my rumination, I think, is due to the fact that, you know, over time, you know, sometimes when I'm ruminating, thinking a thing over and over right. again, sometimes something that does pop into my head actually helps me solve a problem like, oh, right. we're traveling. I better make sure I fill up the you know the tank with gas tomorrow morning right. when the, right. the tank was empty. So like, oh, well, that's a reward. Right. And that's and, an endorphin release. And There's my, a chemical and release then that my happens. brain says, oh, you better keep doing this because you'll come up with another problem to solve. <laughs> right. Um, so I would like to talk about uh, if you, if you think that's enough groundwork for for you know like an explanation. Yeah, well, of I, what I, it I is. would also say that a lot of times the rumination does come with uh, anxiety. Yes, and fear, and, and, and that's, all those so, things. So and, I, and it makes I, me jerk, like ah. Right, and I would guess for my rumination, mostly my rumination is about. Um, in the past, it has been relationship-related. Well, well, I know. Sometimes we come back from family gatherings, and you and would ruminate for literally weeks. weeks. Yeah, yes. weeks, trying to figure out how I could have done things different so that it didn't end up a train wreck. Um, and the other thing that I worry about, I'm a highly organized person. Uh, and so if there's an event or something like that that I am organizing, I tend to ruminate the details. So oh, I, sure. I had the, and I think you do that with travel in particular. Yes. There's a checklist and I'm always, there's always something new that can be added onto the checklist mm -hmm. to the, to the point that I'm like organizing toothpicks. You know, I mean, it, it, it can become absolutely well, ridiculous. Well, yeah. And for me, as it relates to travel, I'm like, okay, is this going to change my time motion preparation in the morning, like fixing breakfast. Or I can't whatever. get so, my coffee at the okay, same time. Okay, do I get my eggs and then put it on the counter, or I get my milk and put it on the counter first? And, right. and like, it's like really weird stuff like yes, that. It, it's just sort of like, I'm, I'm going through this checklist. I'll take a step here. I'll put this there. Right. And like, there's no need for that. Right. Even if I do it out of order, it might take an extra half a second. But the brain is just going there, ruminating. Right, right. Um, and so I think what I'd like to talk about is uh, how that impacts maybe your life and maybe your relationships. 
Well, for me, rumination, um, it's something that's hard to get out of my head. Even, oh, absolutely. Even the conscious, awake part of my life, you know, you tend to ruminate a lot, you know, in the middle of More, the night. But, oh, I don't. I, mine's in the day, okay, but go ahead. But, you know, when I'm ruminating, it's hard for me to focus on like what you're saying. Right. Because my brain tends to go to this ruminating spot if there's right. something that's pending, whether it's, you know, it, it, and to me, it's usually things that are not part of the run of the mill. They're out of the ordinary. Right. Whether it's travel, a presentation, some somebody I'm meeting, you know. Anything that's a little different is what I tend to ruminate about. And so when those thoughts just keep popping up, I can't focus on what you're saying, right. what we're doing. And so it, it tends to make me more distant, less attentive to you. Okay. Uh, and then that is the way that it has an impact on relationships as well. If it's accompanied by anxiety, right. then you're going to feed off and tr- get triggered by my anxiety. Right. All for no reason. Really, yes. Really. Well, and, and anytime you, a person is anxious, nervous, worried, afraid, that make, that's going to get make you short-tempered. It's going to make you Absolutely. less tolerant. Sure. Um, and those are the areas where it impacts those around you. So you may think, well, this is all going on in my head, so it shouldn't impact anybody else. But you don't understand no. frequently, especially if you live with somebody that's a really sensitive person, that the energy that you are putting off around this ruminating sure. is having an impact on others. Well, I always think about... Um... I think it was the last time I did a bodybuilding contest. Okay. Well, the preparation for that is sort of meticulous. The oh, t- gosh, the, yes. The timing is, you know, really, really important. You know, you can't mistime your conditioning by, you know, a week or a day or whatever. And so I con- was constantly ruminating. And yes. I think, you know, in, in retrospect, you, you know, you said you are so distant because I'm constantly ruminating right. about all the details of right. this. And so, it, like, I was not there for no. probably four months. Yes, it was know, a long time. For that. And then really... In reality, there was no need for that because right. everything was taken care of. I right. had it all. You're doing it all out. anyway. I'm right. doing it all. So why do I have to constantly go back? My brain re- revisits that literally continually yes. throughout the day, and then I can't even carry on a conversation with you because I'm off in my head think making not, sure that I'm drinking three glasses of milk a day. Right. What, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever the right. step was. Yeah. Right. And I and I, I I feel like that was probably the most noticeable rumination period in my life. You know, for me to remember and recall what sort of rumination was all about. Okay. Um, For me, I think, again, going back to the list making and the being prepared and and liking things in order, um, I find that, especially, let's say, family trips, uh, even when you and I travel together, I think I've gotten, I hope I've gotten better, um, but that need for, that need to feel like you're not forgetting something that seems like it is of the ultimate oh, importance, sure. um, again, can, I think, tended to make me short-tempered and controlling. Yeah, you know? yeah. um, you want to get I think it all that, right. You don't want to forget right, anything. Right, And yeah. so anybody's, if they're challenging, if they're not doing it your way, if, it's, if, if they don't understand that there's a method in your mind, um, that, that you become short-tempered and other people don't understand. And so that can create a lot of friction sure. and misunderstanding in that situation. And it's, it's just important, I think, to be aware if that is your inclination, is to slip into this overthinking, repetitive well, thinking. I, I like that you said inclination because I think like everything that we talk about, some people are more inclined yes. to ruminate than others. And I'm not sure that it's definitely... Uh, I'm not sure what type of personality or type person is more likely to do it or not. Um, But the reality is most all of us ruminate from one time to another. It's not necessarily a healthy thing. Um, So we've talked a little about what rumination is, 
how it can impact your life and the life of those around you and the relationships. Is there anything you can do about this? Because this seems to be a built-in feature of the evolved well, well, human brain. Yeah, well, you think, know, can you can you stop it? Can you lessen it? What what can you do about it? Well, I think um, you know, an acceptance and understanding of the fact that this is you are wired like a lot of things we talk about in your brain. This is a basic wiring of your brain. Like that's I said, a survival I mechanism. Said it's a feature. It's it, a feature. it is a it's, feature it's a that's gone haywire uh, or can have gone haywire. And so I think the first thing uh, in my mind is just having this acceptance and understanding instead of just being, oh, you know, darn it, I'm always stuck in my bad thoughts or whatever. I think just an acceptance, oh, that's my body taking care of me. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to think of it, yes. How how can I assure myself and my mind that that I don't need to do this at this time? That mm-hmm. I can think of something else. Um, and I think in in accepting that this is this this safety feature, I think makes it easier then to employ some of the mindfulness te- techniques that right. we have talked about in the past. And like you said when we started, I don't think you're ever if you're inclined to this, I don't think you're ever going to be free of it. But I know in my own mind. I have lessened it by probably sixty percent. Sure, sure, and I and I think um, the, I think the rec- the acceptance of it is the key thing because just like when you start meditation and you notice your mind wandering, right, and you bring it back to what your 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 focus or your anchor is, it's the very same thing. Is all of a sudden you recognize, oh, oh, there I'm, I am doing this. I'm ruminating, or oh, I'm I'm overthinking this again. Let's go back to what I was doing, whether it's having a conversation or even watching a TV show, right. reading a book, whatever. Just try to gently bring yourself back to what it is you would rather be doing. Right. And I think, you know, just practice and practice uh, is just going to eventually make it Your a little, brain bit, gets little it. bit better. Your brain yeah. gets it. But yeah. like we said, if you're, if you're truly inclined to this, I don't think you ever get rid of it. No. But you can lessen it, get out of it, I think, more often than and, that. And for myself, I just got in a habit, once I recognized some of these repetitive mind mind behaviors, these brain function behaviors, um, as when, as soon as the recognition and awareness came up, I would stop and say, what would I rather be thinking about? Mm, right. And that to me was the, was a great exit sure. line. Like I could, okay, I'd rather be thinking about ice cream. Like it could be anything. But as soon as I physically and literally mentally across the board make that recognition and ask my mind to choose another path, it's, it stops in that moment. It stops. And I, I have a little mantra that I've been using uh, over the last uh, year, year and a half that, that helps. And I just, uh-huh. when, I'm, when I find myself, because usually it's, usually the rumination, for, I know your rumination was about the past right. a lot. How did I right. say this? Why did I offend them? How, right. And how could I solve this? Right. Mine tend to be future oriented. Right, right. So my mantra is, okay, right here, right now. And I try, I, to, I try to bring myself back yes. to the here and now. What am I feeling? What am I seeing? Right. What is my body? What are my bodily sensations that are going on? Try to bring myself back into the moment instead of projecting into the future, right. and thinking about all the things that I need to do and the lists I need to make. Right. Um, and, and in that instance, in my preparing and in, in organizing for events and stuff, mm-hmm. I tell myself I am I am prepared. Whatever right. it is I need, I am prepared in this moment. Um, and and th- th- again, it doesn't matter what saying you come up with. It's the fact that you caught yourself in that cycle. The catching, it's the key it's, thing. It's yeah. the catching it and the asking your brain to think about something else. Right. Well, this is you know this is a deep topic. Yeah, very uh, I think, deep. I think it's something that almost everybody, I want to say, suffers from. But it, and so as we sort of um, wind up wind here, wind up here today, I just wanted to ask, as I'm going to repeatedly do in the coming weeks, you know, if you like our show, if there are things that are valuable to you, um, we ask you to subscribe on whatever uh, podcast platform you use, whether it's Apple. Um, 
Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those Google Podcasts. Platforms. You know, please, please, please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. So until next time, this, this has, has been, been just, just one thing. thing.